I would tell them to forget any pre misconceptions that they have about what it is to be or a husband. So apply the fact that men and a father, all they need, what they need to do in order to be a good father is just to provide, you know, be out making money and, you know, providing food, shelter and clothing for their child. But although that is true, there is one more thing that you need to have in order to be a good father. And that is time. You need to make time. You need to make time for your child because that is priceless. That's something that money cannot buy. But until late and, you know, you've got a nice house, you've got all the toys and all the accessories, they don't have that precious time with you, that, that time to bond and have a strong relationship with their father. And, you know, sometimes in life they can grow up and that can affect them in the long run. You're listening to Journey to Fatherhood, a podcast that inspires and equips men to becoming more intentional and feeling more supported on the journey to fatherhood. Why wait to become a father before learning how to be a good one? My name is Chinidum Wenaya, a young man also on his journey with a desire to help men become great fathers despite their past personal experiences. I'll be sitting with different guests to bring you great value, sharing their knowledge and their experiences as we all embark on this amazing journey. This podcast, though targeted towards men, ladies, you will also gain great value from the conversations. Now, without further ado, let the journey begin. This episode is brought to you by Dad App. Dad App is a social network platform for dads which helps you find, connect and meet with like-minded dads nearby. It's available now on App Store and Google Play. Because let's be honest, fatherhood like motherhood is challenging. Dads need a safe space too. And whilst you're at it, be sure to check out the recent release of their self-help guide, which is called Goldmind, available on Gumroad. That's Gold Mind, available on Gumroad, which focuses on self-awareness, focus and systems thinking. Focused on fatherhood, this guide helps dads get where they want to go, both physically and mentally. And be sure to check out their social media handles, Instagram at DadApp, Twitter at DadApp and Facebook DadApp Official. Enjoy the episode. Hi guys, hello, welcome to Journeys of Fatherhood podcast once again. This week we have an amazing guest and the reason why I say amazing is because he was highly recommended by his partner as well and after the phone conversation we had, I just knew that definitely this would be a great opportunity and in less than 24 hours we're able to schedule this call and I'm really looking forward to what we're going to get through. Without further ado, Jefferson Bastin, how are you doing brother and tell us a bit about yourself man. Yeah, well, um, I'm good. Um, just trying to chill in a minute. Um, I'm a construction worker. I have a um, qualification in uh, ventilation and heating. Um, so I've been on a lot of building sites. I'm, uh, I'd say I've been married just shy of five years next month. Been with my partner for 10 years and we have a 19 month old baby girl named Tazofia. Excellent. I think before we even go any further, for those that can see it, 
Nvidia, like Jefferson's got a banging beard. He, he's got his beard game strong, and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing about it before we started recording. I was just telling you that I, I just gave up on the beard thing because the beard grows, but the hair don't grow. So it's 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 a yeah, yeah. and you got stuff growing here. But listen, anyone that can maintain a beard and still has hair on top, I give you kudos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. Trust me. I guess mine's a curse then. <laughs> Let's not go that far. You know, maybe try investing some of them beard oils. You know, listen, you I don't done everything. I tried castor oil. Uh, what's the next one? I tried. I tried the. Uh, rice water. I don't. Oh boy, I just decided. You know what is meant to be is meant to be. It's just, it's it just goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but, looking good. You're looking good. Uh, listen, man. I like I like I like the positive um, comments. But you know, you're looking great. If I'm good, you're great, man. You got both in contact. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> the reason why I wanted to really have you on this call is because. Um, I was actually having a conversation with your partner and she really recommended, um, she gave me just a, a brief insight to what an amazing man you are. And I'm not saying that just because you're here, but the way she described it. And for me, in this podcast, we've had a lot of guests come in and the main recurrent theme is fathers that are present and present beyond mm -hmm. just physical presence. So when I heard yeah, that yeah. Was a characteristic that you shared as well, and it was that was genuinely why I, I we carried on the conversation when we reached um, when we got in touch with me, and I guess to go straight into it, because of course you your father you've been a father for nineteen months, twenty, 20 months now. What's 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 your idea or understanding of the term father? Well, for me, I guess it's um, about being a good role model, mm. and. Um, Just making your child your main priority. Yeah. That is what a good father is. You know, whatever decision I decide to make, I have to put my child first and, you know, see how it affects them. And um, I guess it's about teaching them as well. Yeah. So things like, you know, credit score. Okay. Things like that, which I think is... um very very fundamental you know and like i mean me growing up my mother just told me not to take out loans you know to protect yeah. me from debt yeah. so i did have that like i mean when the letters came in about loans we didn't give it a second look you know they got torn up and thrown in the bin yeah you know but um yeah so because the thing is it's, it's a simple thing you know your credit score but people don't really know how important it is to have mm. you know because some people i know they're in their 30s and because of the way they've lived their life from before it's affecting them yeah. you know so i mean things like a mortgage you know i want to teach my child um about having a mortgage you know and prepare them for it mm. give them the fundamental skills and knowledge you know before they're ready to go out into the real big world you know so that they can have a property and yeah. You know, buy and sell property, have some own, and that they can, um, you know, pass down and keep it in the generation, you know, for their children and children's children. No, that's crazy because if you're if you're already thinking about that right now, and the child's even eighteen, let's say even twenty, 
and you're going to be imputing that through your actions and through the way you raise your daughter. It's, it's, that's amazing. You're, you're going to build a dynasty, man. And that's well, this dynasty. is what it's about. Yeah. But, but see, that's, that's what I think, you know. Hmm. That's what I think. I just feel like, you know, growing up, we didn't really have that. It was too. It was too late by then, you know. They, I mean, in schools as well, they don't really teach us the fundamental things that we need to know to progress in life. So, okay, if you're not going to teach us it, we'll teach it to our children. You know, we'll we'll make sure that their heads in the right space and they've got the knowledge. You know, they've got the right education. You know, and the skills. Because the thing is, as well, you have to remember, although common sense is free, not a lot of people have it. So I will be instilling that into my child as well. You know, so. Let's expand on that common sense part because I feel, <laughs> I like the way you phrased it, but it's such an important fact. So what is it in terms of, let's say, um, key elements of the common sense idea that you feel that though it's free, that many people don't have it, but you want to build it in your daughter or your teacher? Yeah, so, so I mean, sometimes it can be, um, it can be deemed as like being street smart as well. Sometimes, you know, just being like savvy as well, you know, I guess this is, as I said, it's, it's tricky because, mm. you know, so I just want to teach my child, like, just common sense, you know, um, because education is education, that's like, like through the curriculum, yeah. you know, but I want to teach my child just common sense, like at home and being outside and just being, you know, digital and, you know, um, having a quick, quick mind. You know, makes sense and it's hard to words. But um, I hope that you can gather what I'm trying to address. I you know, because as I, as I as you're saying it right now, I can really when you mention street smart, digital, a combination of both is just the, you want them to be able to react, um, to be proactive and actually know what's happening to them, to always be reactive. Is that along the right lines? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, so you know, sense of like even being independent as well, you know, mm. making that be a part. Of, well, yeah, that's what I would like to teach them, and that's what I see being a good father, being a good teacher. You know. I see. So with that, it's now now you now you kind of put me in a different interesting place when you say being a good teacher. Who taught you? What was your lesson? I mean. My mother taught me, I was, you know, I was raised by my mom, who was a single parent, you know, and like, although like my mother and my father, um, they wasn't in a relationship when I was growing up as a child. And although I did see my father, you know, um, special occasions and Christmases and, you know, holidays and birthdays and stuff like that, um, we'd never really had a father-son relationship and so I guess with that void there was a pain that I had and I mean it was just it's so painful that I never I vowed to myself to never ever make my child feel that way I would never want my child to grow up not knowing who their parent truly is you know, and, and me and my father for the past 10 to 12 years, we have tried to build a relationship, you know, but it's been a slow burner. It's, it hasn't progressed the way that we would both like it to. 
And, you know, these past 19 months since my daughter has been born, you know, he's been to visit me a lot more and I've gone to visit him a lot more, you know, and I can see he's trying to build a relationship um, with his granddaughter. And I want him to have a relationship with his granddaughter, you know? And doing that, it's been a catalyst for a foundation for us to build our own father-son relationship, you know? So it's been great. It's been great because that's something that's been solid where it's before we really, you know, know each other like that, you know, but now it's something solid that we can work on and it's good. Like we've been progressing, like I'm, me personally, I'm particularly happy at how it's going and, you know, I, I wouldn't want anybody to think that because they don't know their father that they can never know them. You know, it can be done because I'm living proof of it. So, yeah, and I guess I guess it, I guess it's, 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 it's this is a uh, a lot of young boys, young guys, call them young men, mentally, they have the same issue where they feel like because they didn't get the chance to experience that relationship with their father growing up. Now, as a grown man, eighteen plus, it's too much work, and I understand it's a lot of work. But yeah, tell me, how did you really tackle it? I guess for me, I. I had to push past holding a grudge. You know, I didn't want to have no hate in my heart. Yeah. And I'm a person that will make my own decisions. You know, so no matter what people were trying to say, or always kept it real within myself, you know, because, you know, I don't know the full story of what happened, you know, but um, I just didn't want to hold a grudge and I just kept it real. And, and as I said, you know, like we're very much alike. Like once we got to know each other, you know, we like the same things. You know, we talk the same. Like, we say the same phrases in the same tone. It's crazy, you know. But I just pushed past it. Like, I, I didn't want to hold on to, to no hate in my heart because I just feel like that's self-destructive, you know. If you're going to make peace with it, then make peace with it. But don't hold it inside because it can destroy you from the inside out. And I just had to push past it and I'm thinking, you know what, what I, I yearned for um, a father-son relationship and I think that's what kept me going, you know. So would you say because you yearn for it, because I also have some students that are like, um, I say students, but some of my mentees just say to me that I don't really care, I'm not bothered about, I don't have any hate against him, no malice, I just don't care about having a relationship with him. Do you say that could be denial or is that generally a the place where a young man could be at? Um, a young man can be like that. You know, I don't... It, it's, it's possible, like, you know, it, it's, it, it can happen where some people just have no feelings, What you know, but what makes the situation different is the fact that I, I saw him, I saw my father growing up. You know, it's not that I didn't know who he was, yeah. It's never it's never that he treated me badly, like never, you know, it was just, we just didn't have a relationship. And, you know, as we got older, we tried. And I, I don't know if everybody's different, you know, but I do understand the fact that um, some people just, they're not interested in building that relationship. And I can understand that they would be like that. But then it's like, if I was to be like that and not have a relationship with my dad, then my daughter will miss out and not have her relationship with her grandfather. So why should she 
miss out. You understand? That's all it is from my perspective. Because yeah. I think for me, it's like, I don't know, in the first episode, I, I kind of went into a bit of depth about my journey and hence the title Journey to Fatherhood. I'm not a father yet, but I definitely want to be more prepared. I just want to be, get a privilege to be a father. My, okay, so going through, let's say, the eight teenage years, how was that experience? Because I'm sure that's when you start to realize, or maybe if not then, how was that period of time? Because a lot of men, a lot of young men are formed in those teenage years in terms of their ideas and their beliefs and their values. How did you kind of navigate through that when you said you don't really have a relationship with that? Well, I mean, it was, it was on and off because during my teenage years, mm. it was a tough time. I didn't, like, my, as I said, it's only been the past 10 to 12 years where me and my father have tried to build. You know, yeah. so during my teenage years, he wasn't, he wasn't there. And so I guess I was looking at, like, my friends and sort of reading a lot of books and getting inspiration from them and sort of just becoming a man through myself and seeing how, like, maybe certain uncles are behaving and, you know, people outside the family, how how they're behaving and sort of looking at them and, and seeing how that's how a man is supposed to behave, you know? Yeah. I, I think I think the, the interesting fact, and it's always in hindsight, I guess, but you are a testament, it's, it's a testament to your also determination to make things work. Because I know so many people to still be working at developing that relationship, maybe you'll just say, you know what, forget it, let's just cut ties. And that's what's inspired yeah. your story because even let's let's even put it in perspective now because I guess I'm always I'm always amazed by people that are able to pull through because it's so inspiring. So let's take into um, perspective, of course, the idea of manhood. How was that identity of being a man? How what what reinforced those things? How did you kind of get that feeling of manhood growing up? Um, it was just through, I think my uncles, that feeling of manhood, you know, and just growing up and learning, you know, through, through work in the construction trade and speaking to like grown men there, you know, and, um, as I said, just reading books as well, just getting knowledge on, you know, self and um, self-awareness, that all, that all sort of rolls into one into becoming a man but as I said more so it was working and being around the building trades and um, speaking to a lot of men there because there are there are a lot of fathers there you know so I guess I've got my knowledge through them and obviously friends as well because I mean during that time you know you, you did have friends that were fathers but it wasn't how can I put it? They weren't together, you know. It's all like old baby mother thing and all that, all that stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, it's just your peers as well, isn't it? Your peers, everyone around you, sort of, sort of work together because, I mean, a lot, a lot of young black people, a, a lot of young black people, at that time, it was, it was very common for us to grow up without our fathers. You know, it was one of the ones where if, if you met someone um, who was, who was black and they had their 
over there. Said, oh, okay. You know, that's that's how it was for me, you know. And so I guess we as friends, we sort of got together and grouped together and sort of built off the back of each other, you know, and learning how, how to be a man because we had to learn ourselves, you know. And this is why um, being a father is important because I, I, want, I want my child to come to me. I don't want my child to be going out to someone else, you know, looking for a father figure when father figure's right here. I guess because the thing that tends to happen a lot is then people have this desire to become great fathers, but it, it, it requires them admitting that, okay, maybe something ain't like somewhere. And did you feel confident talking about, let's say, the feelings of validation and things like that? Did you feel comfortable talking to your friends about that? Because I know amongst guys, it's this kind of, unfortunately, it still goes on this macho, macho thing where most guys don't want to talk about how they feel in terms of emotional feelings and terms of, okay, this is why I'm feeling because my dad's not around and he's in struggles and things. Did you have that kind of difficulty getting that across to your friends at the time? Not really. It's, that's the thing. I don't think that we ever really spoke about it on a really deep level. I don't think we ever really tried to explore it like that. You know, it was just something that we were just accustomed to, you know? Mm. We, like, I don't know, it was just a feeling that we all had and, you know, we just all had to sort of work together in order to overcome it. But, I mean, if we were to talk about it, it was it was something that was brief. And if, it, if we did go into a deep conversation about it, it was only something that happened maybe once or twice. It wasn't a reoccurring incident or conversation you know, because I guess maybe at that time it was something that you didn't really want to think about. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because mm. I guess I guess it's always interesting because I one thing I've come to realize a lot of the students, a lot of the people are men, so some of them are still in second school and some of them just in sixth school. And for them, like I mentor a lot of guys in schools, and one thing that keeps on popping up is, um, so that's too tough. Um, you call me reference from the sir and they say i don't want to talk about um those feelings and the idea that talking about your feelings can always sadly it a lot of them see it as a sign of weakness talking about your feelings or how yeah. how like even admitting that you don't like the relationship with your father things like that and how do you propose because i know obviously your case is a bit different but now looking at it how do you have any ideas or thoughts on how we can approach that what the idea of um, opening up and yeah. talking about your feelings towards. Um, okay. Because to touch on what you said about being macho and not showing weakness, you know, sometimes that can be a facade because, you know, you, you put on the, the smiling face, but inside, you know, but I just, I think that people should like get rid of their ego, you know, and if they want to talk about it, feel a way um, to, talk about it it's soft real to them so why can't they talk about it you know and you know if you if you've got real friends they shouldn't judge you on what and what you're telling them they shouldn't see what you're saying as weakness or being unmatched they should see you as you're a real person they're your real friend they should understand what you're trying to say and you know what you want to achieve i hear that i'm absolutely all for that and it is it, it's, it's 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 just crazy how do you think that with everyone now talking about um, 
being more open, self-aware and things like that. There is still that luck towards a lot of young people. But it's scary to say that, as you said back then growing up, it was, it was such a rare sight or rare thing to find out that someone had um, their father was with them. And that's mm -hmm. what I really applaud you for what you're doing because you are an example. <laughs> you're a major example of what we need more or what we can have more. And listen, yeah. I, I respect that so much. When people come here and have that as something that they can boldly say, it's, it's a big testament. And of course, I know that you know it's, you're not taken for granted, but it's a big accomplishment. And I really, really, really appreciate it. It's no small oh, Thank you. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. We definitely need more examples to have that. But I guess the next question now is then, if you kind of have to, because you've sort of touched upon it a bit, if you have to give an advice to young people aspiring to be fathers that are not fathers right now, what sort of example, what sort of advice would you give? I guess um, I would tell them to forget any pre misconceptions that they have about what it is to be or a husband. So like the fact that men and a father, all they need, what they need to do in order to be a good father is just to provide, you know, be out making money and, you know, providing food, shelter and clothing for their child. But although that is true, there is one more thing that you need to have in order to be a good father. And that is time. You need to make time. Yeah. You need to make time for your child because that is priceless. That's something that money cannot buy. But it's all late and, you know, you've got a nice house, you've got all the toys and all the accessories. They don't have that precious time with you, that that time to bond and have a strong relationship with their mm -hmm. father. And, you know, sometimes in life they can grow up and that can affect them in the long run, you know? So I'm just saying, forget that stuff that you've been taught or that you think is correct, like, just need to make money. The wife can take care of this. And, you know, as long as I give her the money, she's fine. No, no, no. You need to spend time. You need to spend time, energy, and everything will be okay. As long as you've got time, you need to make time. I think people forget that. And also, I will say that a lot of people just think that, I guess it's like when, in, in today's society, yeah, a lot of people are just thinking about the physical attributes you know, and what they want in a partner so that, yeah. you know, okay, yeah, I want them to have, I want, I want to have babies with her or him, you know, so we can have a child like this, you know, <laughs> but they're not taking into consideration, you know, the mind state of the partner, you know, the state of their heart and their spirit. And that's, these are the things that are long lasting, you know, and which will be passed down through to your child, you know, and if you're not having um, a child, if you're going to have a child with a woman that you don't really see yourself being with in the long term, then I don't think it's enough for you to have a child with them because that can be toxic. It's going to be a toxic relationship and you're going to bring a child into that, you know? And that's one of the reasons why I've never had a child out of wedlock. I've never had a, I've never had a child with a woman that I wouldn't see as being because goes back to what I was saying before, you know, I don't want, I don't want my child to be um, absent from their father, you know, because the thing is, you can be, you can be with a woman 
and have a child with them. But because there's no real love there, you know, that relationship may not last, you know, and nine times gets around. So if you haven't chosen the right woman to have a child right and a spirit right, she's going to be raising a child. And you're not, you know, bringing a child up. It's all on her. So you need to make sure you know who you're dealing with and for the right reasons, you know. But that will be my advice to the youngsters, you know, or anybody that's, you know, willing or ready to settle down and have a child, you know, and start a family. Make sure that you're with the right person, you know, because in essence, in the long run, you will suffer if it ain't correct, you know. And that's my personal opinion. Yeah, that's I like the one about time and partner too. And it, it, yeah, it is. It's about important choosing right, isn't it? Mm, mm. It's very important, you know, because we don't get told that. It's just one of those things, isn't it? You know, the man goes out and makes money, and that's it. But you need to have time. You need to play with your child. You know, spend time with your child. You know, teach them the ways. Spend quality time. These are the things that the child will never forget. You know, these toys that they pick up and these books that, I mean, the books last long, but the toys, they play with like 10, 15 minutes and then it gets chucked to the side until you get another one. Mm. But spending time with them, that can go on, man. That can go on for a very long time and they'll never forget it. It's priceless. Priceless. So just make time. So I guess I, I take it you've already started buying your princess dress that you're going to be Wearing alongside with your daughter for playtime. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You got, you got, you got a princess dress. What's that? You got a princess dress, a tiara, and everything ready for your dancing. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. She's had one from before. Oh, yeah, you're joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, precious girl. Precious girl. I love that, man. I guess it just leads on to now then what so you've given advice for people that are still aspiring youngsters that are thinking about having kids in the future or becoming fathers very soon or in the future what advice would you give for existing fathers now because i think we touched upon a lot of it and yeah in time what what other advice would you give to existing fathers then? so existing father i would just say you know be be, be mindful of how you are around your child or your children, you know. Um, be mindful of what you say and be mindful of what you do. Because children, they don't they don't listen to you. They don't listen to us as adults. They don't listen. But they copy us. They do what we do, but they don't do what we say. So you just need to be aware that, you know, you are the prototype and the vision of what your child sees as a father. You know, and if you have a son, you know, the way that you behave around your son, they will see, okay, this is how I'm supposed to act. As a man, this is how I'm supposed to be. You know, if you have a daughter, she will grow up seeing, okay, this is what it means to be a father. This is how a father is supposed to be. This is what I need to look for in a husband, these qualities. You know, so you, you need to how you are and how you behave around your child. That's what I would say regarding the existing father. It's, it's been it's been an it's been a very interesting one. I think 
I can't wait. I, listen, I don't even mind if I have to buy a Princess Tiara and all of those dresses. My door, like, listen, <laughs> I'm ready to sing Let It Go. I, I, I know the lyrics for Let It Go. Listen, like, there's no shame in that. But yeah, when the time comes, <laughs> when the time comes I'll be ready. I'll be so ready. But now. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, of course, I know I need to take the right procedures, but. It's it's such an exciting thing to even think about becoming a father. Right? I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a beautiful experience. It is. It's a blessing. You know. It's. I mean. It's not easy. It is not easy. I'll say that. You know. I mean, having a newborn with um, like me and my wife. You know, we're responsible for a child now. We're responsible for a whole human being. Yeah. You know. And I mean, parenthood. Open my eyes, yeah, and I'll tell you this because it was so it was so difficult when in the first I'd say couple months, you know, where it was so hard, and it's, it's me and my wife, it's two of us, and I just thought, oh my gosh, how are these single parents doing it? Oh. Like I I had a newfound respect for single parents. I'll tell you that straight because it was so difficult, and I just thought, you know, this is there's two of us here, you know, we're able to you know chop and change and. You know, substitute, you do this, I'll do that. Whereas single parents, they're just by themselves, you know? And like, it's it's hard because you're so used to getting your eight hours sleep or your six hours sleep, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> when you have a child, it's not like that, man. It's not like that at all. You know, I'm talking two hours sleep, three hours sleep if you're lucky, and then getting up, getting ready. Right there. Going to work. I'm working in construction. I have to be alert because of you know all the, the accidents and that and that is that are you know so so you get a routine and you know you build from that and you know they they become more independent as they get older so you know it's it gets easier I'll, I'll say that you know until you have another one and then you got to go back and. Start doing all of that again, oh, you know. <laughs> oh, but yeah, man, it's it's a beautiful thing though. I wouldn't change it for anything. I would never change it for anything. She she has been like one of the best things in my life. Like, oh my gosh, it's just amazing. It's just a true blessing from the Most High. You know, she's a good girl. You know, she she's special. She's just she's a character. And it's just lovely. It's just lovely to have that family unit and, you know, just seeing, you know, with all the madness that's going on right now, you know, there, there are beautiful things that come from this world, you know? And that's the thing as well, like, being being on lockdown, like, before that, I was always going to work and, you know, I didn't have to worry about um, getting my daughter ready and taking her to nursery and all of that stuff. But now I've been at home, I'm like full-time dad, you know, because my, my wife, she's working home. Yeah. And like, I've, I've been out of work, you know, for like four months. Yeah. So it's it's been pretty hard, man. been pretty hard, but like, I've taken it in my stride. I've taken the reins and, you know, me and my daughter now have a, a real strong relationship. It's good, it's good. Yeah, that's wonderful. It's, uh, 
Jefferson, honestly, I've really gotten so much from this. And I love your energy, man. I love, I love, I love, I love, I love what you represent, man. Like, it just made me smile. I've just been smiling. I've just been, I've just been smiling. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm still thinking about the dress. <laughs> He's still on the dress, yeah? <laughs> oh, that's, funny thing is, I saw a video a few days ago. Um, someone posted it and said that they always needed their dad as to be a very strong guy. But since they had a daughter, yeah. all they do is stand in front of TV and sing Let It Go wearing dresses. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the thing as well, you can't... What, so are you saying that you want a daughter? Are you like fixated so, on having a daughter? I, I'm, I'm, I'm open for anything. I, I, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just excited for the... the even the idea of having a daughter is going to be so fun and so jealous. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Just, yeah, but Jefferson, thank you so much. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with such a short turnaround. Like, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's been I've enjoyed it. Absolutely. Likewise, I really, really enjoyed it. And definitely, we'll have to keep on staying in touch even after this episode. It's been a wonderful Definitely. Thank you so much. If people wanted to get in touch with you, how can they get in touch with you today, man? They can email me, you know. Um, my email is jeffersonbastin at hotmail.com. Okay. So if anyone wants to get in touch and has anything to say or, you know, if they... Yeah. Just want to touch more on what I've said, they can contact me through there and we can have a conversation. Absolutely. If they, if they don't listen, I'm going to email you, I'm going to text you, I'm going to call you. Everything definitely needs to keep in touch because I need a lot of tips. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been an absolute, nice absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I don't know. This is all mine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, man. I'll definitely stay in touch. Though. Yeah, you too. Yeah, man. Stay in touch, yeah? Absolutely. Will be. Take care, man.